listening to This Hong Kong Life, a podcast of stories and conversations with everyday youth across Hong Kong. Every week, we bring you episodes that reflect the unique bilingual nature of our city's culture, sharing the voices and thoughts of young people growing up and living in the city we call home. Hi, I'm Skye from Kelly's Support Group, and today we have our first person who's been nominated onto the show. So I'm happy to welcome Mehek to the show. Hi, Mehek. Hi, it's nice to be here. So in this time when all of us, you know, where school's sort of suspended, like how do you think that's affecting your social life or your peers' social life? I think it's affecting everyone's social life. I mean, it's difficult to have a social life right now, but in some ways I'm trying to be as optimistic as possible about it because there's no point being pessimistic and, and just like being really upset about not being able to meet people but <laughs> I think that uh, it's just a matter of you can't meet people face to face you can't have conversations you don't get to explore and do new things so all that stuff I think is something that everyone faces um, in some level of like cabin fever on the other hand I have more time to spend with my family now that my sister's back more time with her I get more time for myself which I think I don't usually carve out in my schedule being like a very busy person so that's another you know nice thing to have calling my friends from other countries and now calling friends in university and stuff so kind of getting involved in communities that I probably wouldn't have otherwise gotten involved in so I think that there's a silver lining to every situation so this whole social distancing thing perhaps can be some sort of a, a way to like meet new people connect in new ways and like be innovative with technology and that like I'll still Skype my friends most nights and stuff and and meet people in small safe doses but I, like I don't think it's there's anyone in this world who it hasn't greatly affected their social life. Speaking of technology, are most of your classes on some sort of online platform? What, what are you guys using now? So we use Zoom and we do like 75 minute lessons and we follow the same bell schedule that we did in school. Although most teachers don't necessarily fill up the full 75 minutes. And then like other platforms like Schoology or Quizlet, uh, I think teachers are, are really heroes at this time and that they're being very creative with online learning tools because the training for like a virtual school teacher is very different than that of a physical. But most of my teachers have been very, very adaptive and very creative with the ways that they're transitioning the school to a virtual platform. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, I, I almost want to ask you this question because it sounds like you've been exposed to lots of different situations and countries and cultures but if you could kind of come up with one way to redo all of this and maybe not just within your school but for like all schools in Hong Kong with varying degrees of resources for technology and adaptability you know how would you respond you know to to tell teachers how to help you guys during this time? I think that's a difficult thing that in my situation I'm very privileged that I have a school that's able to kind of work this out in a way that that's very effective for everyone but I understand that there's not like a lot of local schools in particular don't necessarily have students with households who have like personalized computers for every member of the family and with like parents working from home one computer can't serve everyone so I think that in this time it's important that two things one that like the government is taking action to mitigate some of the harms that people have when they don't have the same access to technology so that there isn't as much of a gap because I think like a wealth and privilege gap already has its set of issues there's no need to exacerbate that by creating some sort of like barrier to entry so I think that the government well different governments are handling that in different ways but the other thing is that corporations themselves I think have a responsibility also to be a little bit more considerate in this time and like zoom for example has removed like the 45 minute limit for pretty much all schools I think which I think is again like a very responsible thing to do in this time period because it's not really an appropriate time period to be trying to capitalize on people's like inability to like access technology or something so I think that those are definitely things that like I wouldn't necessarily say that the government should intervene and push for those 
those, but I think that on corporations own accord to be doing that. It's just a socially responsible thing to be doing. And then education school like systems themselves, stuff like College Board or like the IB board. I don't take IB, but I'm assuming that's what it is. I think like canceling those exams and stuff. Again, while it's unfortunate and while it's not ideal, of course, because I think testing is a good way to understand learning and stuff, there's also some sort of like distinction that you need to make between now and ordinary times. And in ordinary times, testing would be the most important thing, but in, in, in the situation of school and stuff. But right now, I would say that, you know, public safety and public health is definitely more important than like taking an AP test. So those sorts of institutions working to canceling or making it online and shorter, I think that's also a responsible thing to be doing. That's cool. I mean, it, it sounds also like, you know, what you're saying is that it's a mix of policy, but also in terms of down to the individual sort of how teachers and educators can actually connect with students as well, right? Yeah, I think that everything, everything in this world is political, but it also is a matter of like individual responsibility and if we constantly like put the burden on someone else to take it if, if zoom were to say that it's not our responsibility we still need to make money even though their stocks are skyrocketing then it, it, the world really wouldn't function as well as it can so i think more than ever in a time like this it's important for people and institutions and individuals to be responsible for themselves and for the recognize like the privilege that they provide to other people so, I mean, you mentioned uh, individual responsibility. I think something that we've been hearing from a lot of young people in, in Hong Kong is that they're starting to feel, I mean, for us, it's been over a month now of online school uh, compared to the rest of the world. I think a lot of people have been starting to say that they're not as motivated. They're really struggling to kind of be more disciplined. You know, what would you say has helped you kind of keep on track in quotation marks? I, I mean, I definitely fell off track a little bit. Like, I, I don't think anyone's as motivated. It's just difficult to be motivated when you're online all day. But there's a number of, like, psychological things that I think help if you... Um, there's a lot of studies on, like, keeping your workspace clean and using, like, a consistent workspace and getting dressed in the morning. Stuff, Small stuff like that, I do think, makes a difference. Is that um, stuff that you do? Occasionally. Like, on the days that I'm feeling motivated, I will. I, I can't say that I do it every day, but there have been a two-week period where I, like, really want to just get my life together, and I try to do those things every day. But, I mean, everyone has certain days where they just want to lay around in bed. And so I think it's all about balance, right? If you expect yourself to go and be as diligent in your studies or at work or whatever as you would in normal situation, it, it probably probably won't pan out just because there's so many more distractions at home at least for me like what like netflix and facebook and social media and just like the opportunity to lay in bed which just doesn't really exist when you're moving around in school and stuff what kind of social media has been distracting you really everything i think like i actually really didn't spend as much time on instagram or snapchat or whatever and on a normal school day i'd probably check it twice maybe until i got home and then you know, i tend to spend more time on it but now it's like during class it's so much easier to like tune the teacher out and start scrolling through facebook or something um and i think it takes a, like a lot of self-control to not do those things so i understand why people are feeling less motivated and stuff and i think it's also important that we, we keep stressing how it's like important to stay motivated and like stay on track and stuff but i also think it's important to like cut ourselves some slack and like realize that we're not going to be as motivated every single day so if we want to do work from bed one day like that's fine as long as it's not like a daily kind of slump of a human being that you become that is probably fine <laughs> okay so quotes of today you know uh from a heck is don't become a slump of a human being but allow yourself one or two of those every single week right <laughs> i think that's important <laughs> for sure so just with you know everything that's happening you know globally around the world but also here in hong kong what is this virus period kind of gotten you thinking about? Is this something that a particular thought or something that it's, has really come to mind as you have more time to reflect? 
Um, I think two things. One on like a more personal, smaller spectrum is that like it's definitely difficult not to feel very disappointed and very like just frustrated with how everything pans out with uh, prom, potentially graduation, all of these like big events in our life being canceled. And what's especially frustrating is that of course there's much bigger consequences to the virus. There's a lot of like you know the economy is crashing and people are dying and there's just there's so much bigger impacts that it feels very superficial to be like, oh no, my prom is canceled. But then I think it's also important to remember that like we're all human and we're going to be most saddened by the things that affect us the most. And for me, like that's stuff like like the big events in my life being canceled, the potential of not going to college in August, stuff like that. So I think it's not necessarily a bad thing to be feeling upset about those things, as long as you keep the bigger picture in mind. So that's one thing that like it's gotten me thinking about, it's just about how like I do want to be very grateful like I, I would have appreciated graduation regardless but now if we have graduation like I will really savor that moment just because it's something that I'm like really holding on to the same way if we ever go back to school I don't think I'm going to be like oh I want to be out of school because I, I can't wait to go back to school kind of a thing so it's just like a certain level of gratitude the kind of thing that like you don't miss it until it's gone has really never been truer but the second thing is like it's definitely got me thinking about politics in general and how it's interesting how a public health concern you would think that that's not a partisan issue at all and it's just something that like globally we can agree that needs to be stopped and handled in a certain way but that's evidently not being the case and it's evidently being turned into something in some cases some level of like social you know racism and stuff towards a certain demographic and beyond that just general like a lot of like conflict that I probably wouldn't have anticipated because it seems like when you have a pandemic and a deadly virus, you would think that like the global response would be pretty unified in that, let's stop the virus, let's stop the death. But that's clearly not been the case with every country handling it so differently and every country being very scrutinizing of the way other countries are handling it. So the global international relations and politics and the effect on that has also been something that's, I would say, kind of disappointing to see, especially in the U.S., kind of known as like the leader of the free world and stuff. To see their response to it is also, I would say, probably kind of disappointing. But then at the same time, I have to recognize I'm coming from sort of like the Asian perspective, not necessarily living in the U.S., not necessarily as involved in the politics there. So I don't necessarily know that I have the right to comment on that. Yeah. So as we wrap up, it's been really fascinating talking to you. You have a lot of really great thoughts um, on not just, you know, yourself, but also the things that are around you and the city here in Hong Kong as well. And so as we wrap up, is there something that you'd like to share maybe just from all the things that you've experienced so far and in your time here in Hong Kong? What is something that you would say to another young person who is also living here in the city at this time? I think everyone has different advice to offer and I'm sure whoever hears this could give me advice that would be good but I think mine would probably just be to be very grateful for the moments that you do have and to really like enjoy those because it does sometimes feel like the time that we have like outside is limited or something or like never would I be so excited to just come to Central and have a cup of coffee kind of a thing but maybe in some ways like it's it's a nice way to be a little bit more grateful for the things in our life and also definitely grateful for the people who kind of go unnoticed people who have to continue running local businesses definitely medical workers teachers just a lot of people who are like dealing with a lot of financial crises and just personal dilemmas just being grateful for everything around us i think it's important and it increases like personal happiness too so well thank you so much mehek for joining us today thank you for having me it was really interesting all right see you soon bye thanks for listening this hong kong life is an initiative of kelly support group We are a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full potential in Hong Kong. See you next time.